Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde. I'm back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 minutes or less. This is episode number 103. What I'd like to talk about today is something that you may have started hearing about around your workplace, and that is open enrollment. Particularly among larger employers, they generally have a set time of year where you can sign up for benefits, health insurance, health savings accounts maybe, flexible spending accounts, um, other voluntary benefits that may be available to you. So it's important to spend a few minutes and make sure you understand one, what's involved, what's changing based on what you have now, and um, what decisions you need to make. If you're married, then, and you both work for companies that have different benefits, it may really be worth your time to see, okay, is it better for me to be on my own coverage and my spouse to be on their coverage? And then when you add kids to the mix, it oftentimes is gonna offer a cost savings to cover the children on one plan versus the other. Um, some employers historically have not had any issues with covering spouses, even though they might've had access to coverage through their own plan. However, in the past couple of years, that has gotten very expensive for employers. So many of them have started requiring, if a spouse has coverage through their own employment, they're required to take that coverage rather than be covered on their spouse's plan. There's nothing wrong with that. And actually the reason for that is a lot of the most expensive claims come from spouses, not the actual person working. So that's just one way that employers are trying to hold down premiums across the board for everyone. So it is important to look at that and make sure you understand what the rules are at your employer. Some employers um, cover kids just all in one. So it can be employee plus children and it doesn't matter how many you have. Other employers do employer plus they have a fee for each child. So if you have a lot of kids and you and your spouse both have access to coverage, it may be less expensive to cover it for the spouse that has employee plus child. It's also important to look because different health insurance plans have different networks. So for example, in the Memphis area, you have a Baptist network and a Methodist network. So that may be important about where you choose to get your health insurance as well. You wanna make sure that you look not just at the Methodist or Baptist, but actually what subset of providers are covered by that particular plan. So it really does behoove you to go online, look at the type of plan that's being offered to you and make sure that your providers are covered in that plan. Um, they may have different levels where they have a more limited list of providers and then you can pay extra to have a more expanded list. If your provider's in there and you definitely want to see them, make sure you select the right health plan there. Also, if you get your coverage through the marketplace, healthcare.gov. It's important to go ahead and sit down and pull that information together. Same type things, check um, providers um, and prescriptions that you take to make sure that they're in network and look at your 
what your projected income is going to be for next year. And a good place to start is what was your income this year? So those are some key components. Oftentimes employers will automatically re-enroll you for the exact same health insurance and dental options and things of that nature that you had the year before. However, if you have an HSA or uh, flexible spending account, either for medical or for dependent care, those are generally not automatically re-enrolled. So you need to go in and look to see what you expect to spend on a flexible spending account make sure you put that in. A key thing to look for is historically flexible spending accounts were a use it or lose it uh, proposition, meaning that if you put the money in and you didn't use it all, then that was forfeited. Many employers have enacted with the help of the IRS, a rollover provision that may allow you to roll over 500 or $610, $25 from one year to the next, which is a great option because then you just have to get close to the amount you expect to spend. You don't have to get it exactly right, which is nice, which means you're not going out and buying a new pair of glasses or buying over-the-counter meds right at the end of the year to try to use it up. And also it's a good thing if you did have one of those and you haven't submitted all your claims, it's a good time to go ahead and pull that information log on to your um, health plan account, pull your explanation of benefits to where it shows what your share of the cost was and submit those if they're not automatically processed for you. Um, also, if you have access to disability coverage through your employer, that's something you probably do want to opt into. Life insurance may be something you wanna get, but I would also encourage you to check that out to see if you can buy an inexpensive term policy on your own that's not tied to your employer. So that's something to look at as well. Also um, look at pharmacy benefits and whether you need to change pharmacies. Kroger went in and out of a lot of health plans last year, so people were having to change pharmacies. So that's important to know if you need to get new prescriptions so that you can move those over in the new year. But it's a lot to think about. It can be a bit confusing, but it really is worth the time to sit down and look at your options, get your spouse with theirs, spend about an hour going through that. It will save you significantly money, significant money um, going forward. And it'll also help you understand exactly how to get the most for your premium dollars. If you're a very light user, you may want to take the high deductible plan and have a healthcare spending account. The nice thing about a healthcare um, spending account, which is different than a flexible spending account, is an HSA, the money goes in, but you don't have to spend it that year. It actually may be beneficial to you to let it accumulate and use that as you enter retirement. So. That's a key component as well. If you have those available to you, it's a great tax break. Any money you put in there, you're not paying federal tax, state tax if you're subject to that, or FICA taxes. So it's a really great option for you and it can be used in any future years, even with future employers. So it's a very flexible option that I think is underutilized. And certain plans, once you have a certain amount in your healthcare savings account, 
you can actually invest it. They'll have a list of mutual funds, <coughs> excuse me, ETFs that you can invest in as well. So a lot to think about, um, a lot of things going on there, but it really is worth the time to look at it and make sure you're making the right choice for you and your family for the coming year. Good luck to you and thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.